that became a real obsession for me. I was willing to kind of lay aside everything else for the sake of this one pursuit. Chris Llewellyn's one pursuit, his obsession, was rugby, a popular sport in his homeland of Northern Ireland. There's no middle ground. There's only all-out passion, or else there's somebody who's about to get cut from the team. I'm running fast and free to you, because you are the movement and fight in me. Nowadays, Chris is part of the Christian band Wren Collective. He's our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Chris's story looks at the question of identity. Who are you? Where do you find your identity? Some big questions to ponder as you listen to this episode. You gave us some good feedback on last week's episode, and we'll be sharing some of those comments. GPS. God. People. Stories. Chris Llewellyn and his wife, Gabriella, live in the United States, but Chris was born and raised on the other side of the Atlantic. Well, I grew up in the most Irish place on planet Earth. Um, It's a little place called Lockery's. My mum worked for an animal shelter, and my dad was a guitar teacher, so you could hardly move in my house for uh, between the animals and the guitars. As a child, I was a real sensitive, booky kind of kid. I was on my own a lot. Um, you call that an introvert now, but you just called that a weirdo whenever you were in P3. <laughs> that would be like a second or third grade in the U.S. But when Chris got older and bigger, the rugby coach at his school encouraged him to play. I'd barely heard of this sport before. It's this bizarre area, which is really just crashing into things, whereas the rest of sports is trying to dodge around them, and I was never any good at that. So I always thought I was awful at sport, but I found myself on the rugby pitch. I was like a duck in water, you know. It was really the first thing that was ever any good at right from day one. And so I started to get really obsessed with, with diet and training and everything like that. So almost everything else in my life started to fall away. Even thoughts about faith and thoughts about God and thoughts about schoolwork and everything kind of just got tossed to the side. It wasn't just playing rugby that Chris enjoyed. It was also being a rugby player that appealed to him. I knew that the kids in school knew what it was like on the rugby pitch. You know, I, I just loved that opinion that people held of me. That was really addictive to me. I took a lot of stock in being intimidating. I made sure that the legend kept going whenever I was outside of school too. It helped to really cement this identity as Chris is a rugby player, he's a tough guy, he's a little bit dangerous. Rugby, for me, helped me to find an identity that I wanted, not the one that I'd had before. Chris knew it was going to take a lot of work to hold on to that identity. There's no middle ground. There's only all-out passion, or else there's somebody who's about to get cut from the team. You're my first love to my last breath. You're my first love to my final breath. That passion was moving Chris in the direction of going pro. But those plans were about to get derailed. At this point, I'd actually been selected for Ulster Schools, which was a big deal. It seemed like the first, the first real step towards, you know what, you're actually, uh, you're good enough to do this. And it was only a few weeks after that that I got injured. I was playing this practice match and I just fell wrong in a a tackle and uh, I broke my collarbone and dislocated my shoulder. There was no need for me to go to training. There was no need for me to try and throw a ball around because it was impossible. So I was going to be laid off from rugby, which was very frustrating. I was really lost. Remember, being a rugby player was Chris's identity. The injury threatened that. During this time off where I was kind of nursing my injury, 
I guess I started to reevaluate the whole of life, but particularly faith. I wanted to discover faith for myself. I wanted to discover the real Jesus, not not churchy Jesus or religious faith, but just what, what's Jesus saying? So I started reading the Bible, and it was reading that that I realized these aren't the words of a timid or weak God, but these are these are fighting words. I've been looking at it like it was academic instead of looking at it like it was the life-changing word of God and that I needed to respond. It's either everything or it's nothing. Nobody ever showed me the Jesus who was a revolutionary standing in the public square telling the authorities and telling the whole of society that they needed to turn their lives around. It totally overturned my whole identity. So rugby player was no longer who Chris Llewellyn was. Now that he had surrendered his heart to Jesus, his new identity became follower of Christ. I gave up rugby in the end. I, I never went back to it. And I think people maybe would have thought that I had lost a lot. But the truth was, you know, not the rugby itself, which is a good thing. Sport's a good thing. But the obsession was so wrong. It was so badly placed. In fact, Chris says his obsession with rugby was eating away at his soul. But his deep faith in Christ does just the opposite. It feeds his soul. It gives him joy, peace, purpose. What we're all looking for out of life is an adventure to lose our lives in, something to fight for, something to, something to wrestle for, something that's worth dying for. This adventure that Jesus has given me, it, it's the real thing. It's not, it's not a game. It's something that's worthwhile. And that, that's what God offers through his son. That that's the story of the cross. It's that Jesus has paid the price for our mistakes. What Chris Llewellyn just said is the best news you will ever hear. In fact, let me repeat what Chris said. He said, Jesus Christ paid the price for our mistakes. That means Jesus is willing to forgive your sins and welcome you into heaven when you die. And it means he's willing to fill you with unshakable hope and peace in this life. It all begins with you trusting your life to him. We can tell you more about that at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Click on Grow Your Faith. That's at BillyGrahamRadio.org. And we've got one more word of encouragement from Chris Llewellyn coming up in just about a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. What is the number one priority in your life? Is the priority Christ or is the priority something else? Billy Graham. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. It's either Christ or it's the other God. You must make a choice. And I found that the harder the challenge is, the greater the response. Young people today want a challenge. They want something tough and hard, all right? Give your life to Christ. He'll challenge you. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the way. I'm the only way. I'm the only way to permanent peace. I'm the only way to permanent joy. I'm the only way to eternal life. I'm the only way to forgiveness of sin. I'm the only way to the Father. You have to come by me. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. 
The chaplains from the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team are in Louisiana because of the tremendous flooding there recently. The chaplains are ministering to victims and to the first responders. Some people have lost their lives in the floods, and more than 20,000 people have been rescued. You can learn more about the Rapid Response Team's work in Louisiana, and elsewhere for that matter, at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Look at the top of the page and click on What We Do. What would you say your identity is? Chris Llewellyn went from being known as a rugby player to being a Christian. And now he's a Christian who sings lead vocals for the Northern Irish Christian band Wren Collective. Living to bring glory to God is, is what it's all about. I could never have planned it myself. Playing music, which is a million miles from this original dream that I'd have for my life. It's an amazing journey. If Chris's story has struck a chord with you, pun intended, would you let us know by leaving us a comment? There were some great comments about last week's episode featuring Tim Terry, a man who murdered his wife and then found redemption, the redemption you can only find through Jesus Christ. Yeah, a listener named Johnny wrote that Tim's story was enlightening and reminded us that the God we serve is still healing and restoring lives. I like what Curtis said, the power of a brownie, an amazing story of God's mercy and grace. Now, if you don't know what Curtis means by the power of a brownie, can't explain it here. You need to go back and listen to Tim Terry's story on the episode right before this one of GPS, God, People, Stories. By the way, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. If you'd like to stay connected with us through Facebook, just search for Billy Graham Radio. We share GPS episodes and a lot of other audio content there. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Yeah.